the anime summit newscast it's your favorite host of the most on the bomb it is october 29th 2021 and we got kind of a shorter episode just not a lot of stuff just because the new season just started like you know three two three weeks ago and i mean a lot of the non-anime news is like um stuff we already like have been talking about for a little bit and you know i just didn't want to repeat anything too much but i do i mean i do have unheard of stuff you know stuff i hadn't said before but yeah just a little bit of shorter episode i do want to say that um happy halloween hope you guys are staying safe this weekend and um you know go trick-or-treating with a group if you can um with with buddies if you're not going with parents go with go with a group of people always go with a group of people um if you're going to parties, you know, get a sober cab, use Uber, use Lyft, um, things like that. If you're going out to a Halloween party, like at a bar or something, use Uber, use Lyft. Don't, don't drive, please stay safe and keep an eye out, you know, as you're having a good time, just, you know, stay alert and things like that, just because, uh, people will take pranks to the extreme and fuck with people and, really dumb so i just want to make sure everyone stays safe so hopefully maybe you have a hangover right now and you're listening to this and uh i can help you get through it so um i've had a few people tell me hey that's good for my hangover (laughs) uh listening to podcasts and stuff like that not our podcast but just podcasts in general so uh anyway yeah so a little bit of shorter news episode but that's okay um, I hope you guys enjoyed all of our spooky month topics this month. It was pretty much all reviews with our spooky pitch in the beginning. Um, I enjoyed watching um, High School of the Dead, Elfin Lead, and Soul Eater. All my first time watching those, except for Elfin Lead, I had seen it before, but the other two I had not seen before and really enjoyed those. So I hope you guys enjoyed those um, uh, reviews. But yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> you have to excuse me because last weekend I like. So when I when I get sick, I just get it a little bit. I don't get it really bad at all. And I, it happens like once a year. Um, sometimes not at all. Um, but I got a little cold or something. So I'm kind of recovering from that a little bit. But I, it only lasted for like a day and a half, not even. So that's normally how it happens with me. You know, I don't get it that bad and then it only lasts for a little bit. Um but, uh, yeah, so I, my voice is a little hoarse cause I got like leftover garbage in there and <clears throat> anyway, I'm dying. So, so if it sounds a little more like, uh, raspy, that's why, but that being said, let's get into it. Shall we? Nintendo, this just, this just in, okay. Like I literally, they literally just posted this. Nintendo reportedly closes California and Toronto offices. According to a new report from The Verge, Nintendo has closed its offices in California and Toronto. The shuttering of the office in Redwood City, California, affects around 100 employees within Nintendo's sales and marketing department, as well as its NMI, which is a dedicated merchandising field team who work with retail stores across the country. And um, 
Kotaku's article mentions many of the now-displaced staff were upset over the decision. Uh, Nintendo has confirmed the closures in a statement to The Verge, um, and it reads, Nintendo of America headquarters are in Redmond, Washington, and Vancouver, British Columbia. We are moving more of our employees and operations into those headquarters and will be closing small satellite offices in Toronto, Ontario, and Redwood City, California over time. Devin Pritchard, Executive Vice President, Business Affairs and Publisher Relations for Nintendo of America, will assume interim leadership of sales, marketing, and communications. Following the departure of Nick Chavez, Ms. Pritchard will oversee strategy and execution of sales, marketing, and communications across the U.S. and Canada. Um, yeah, so that's... I, I guess, you know, I think I hopefully some of those employees can move. Um, but obviously that, that's literally not at all as easy as how I'm making it sound like, oh yeah, just move. Um, <clears throat> especially going from California to Washington. Um, I don't know how far Toronto is from Vancouver, but I assume it's not that close, you know, obviously. Um, so I don't know. That's a shame. And hopefully, um, the, the employees affected kid can, uh, pick back up. Um, the the Sword and Shield Fusion Strike cards have now been uh, released and uh, or will be releasing soon, actually. But, like, pre-releases happened, I believe. But, yeah, pretty cool. This has a new strike mechanic in it. So, like, in the previous sets we have had, we have the single strike and rapid strike cards. <clears throat> this has a new style called Fusion Strike in which some cards only affect fusion strike and but they can also use both cards that say single or rapid so like uh, a fusion strike pokemon can use a card that only targets single strike you know what i mean i think i think that's how it works but that's pretty cool one of the new uh pokemon is a mew card we talked about it a little bit ago um i'm pretty excited for that there's also another card coming out soon um, I'm not sure what set it's from. I think it's the, not this next one, but the one after called Cafe Master. So like the little cafe guy. Choose up to three of your bench Pokemon. Search your deck for that many basic energy cards of different types and attach one to each Pokemon you choose. Then shuffle your deck. Your turn ends. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, going first. I mean, obviously doing that or doing it in a turn where you're not going to do anything, you know, like, um. That's okay, because it ends your turn, and that kind of that kind of sucks. But like, going first, that can be really good, I think. So, it says up to three of your bench Pokemon. So it's not like you need to have three bench Pokemon there. You could just have one or two, and still play it. If if you you know you're going first or whatever, that's I think that's pretty good. Even turn two, you know, so pretty decent. Um, new Witcher season two trailer just came out, pretty cool. So if you guys are excited for that, we finally got a trailer for the season two of The Witcher. Final Fantasy V Pixel Remaster gets November launch date. So, like, we already got the fourth one that just came out, I think, right? And then the, the other ones are for the first three games. Um, but um, five should be coming out. Wait, where does it say that? FF5 Pixel Remaster normally runs for $17.99, but you can nab it at a 20% discount. Uh, those who pre-order it receive two wallpapers and time-lapse remixes of three in-game songs. The main theme, Battle at the Big Bridge in a New World, 
If you'd rather purchase all six games at once, the bundle for that currently sits at a discounted price of seventy four eighty two. Um, but yeah, dude, pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, but yeah, November, I guess, is when it comes out. It doesn't say when. I can't find where it says when. But November. Uh, Final Fantasy V is one of my favorites. Final Fantasy is. I think it's a really good game. The story is okay. The story is pretty cool. Um, it's not as good as other ones, but the gameplay in it is just so sweet. The job system, the way you level up your jobs and your characters is really cool. In the battles, it's like a really difficult game, so that makes it fun. Vicarious Visions will lose its name and merge with Blizzard Entertainment. Yeah, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because, like, um, so Vicarious Visions, if you don't know, they're the devs behind the recent Crash Bandicoot, uh, Insane Trilogy, the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remaster. Um, yeah, the only reason I bring this up is because I really feel like Blizzard shouldn't be worrying about stuff like this right now, honestly. But that's just me. Sony to aggressively invest in development capabilities. More acquisitions likely on the way. So far in 2021, it's been a solid financial year for Sony. The acquisitions of Returnal developer Housemark, Nixus Software, Star Citizen's Fire Sprite, and Remaster Heavyweight Bluepoint Games contributed to a 20% increase in Sony's total workforce. Um... So that's pretty cool. I mean, they're investing in, I mean, they're acquiring them, but they're investing in all these studios, you know, giving them the money and the means to develop the games that they do, that they make best. And that's pretty cool. And I think they just want to continue to do so, um, which is good. I mean, we've seen how indie games have taken the video game world by storm in just like the last 10 years. So I think that's a good thing. Um, hopefully it's a good thing. You know, obviously when people keep acquiring companies and stuff, it's a little scary, but we'll see. Um, Mario Party Superstars, dude, I really want to play this. This is the, the new one, uh, the new one for the Switch. The first Switch one was Super Mario Party. Um, but yeah, this cam kind of came out today. Um, really excited. I love Mario Party games and I haven't played a new one in a very long time. I never really got to play Super Mario Party. The last one I played was Mario Party 8. Um, they're all great games, though. I mean, all Mario Party games are great. I think the only one that was really bad was the one on the... Was it the Wii U? I think it was Mario Party 10 or 9, 9 or 10, one of those. It was it was weird because, like, there was that... Like, like you had to move together or something. It was really goofy. A lot of people didn't like it, but... Anyway... Mario Party is a great game. It's a great series. New Star Ocean game, The Divine Force, coming in 2022. For you Star Ocean fans out there. I heard the last Star Ocean was a little lackluster, so hopefully this one's going to be sick. Um, Arena-based Melee brother Deathverse Let It Die announced for PlayStation. They have revealed Gung Ho Online Entertainment's Arena-based Melee brother Deathverse Let It Die for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 consoles. Not many details were announced, but the trailer showed a lot. Set in the same world as 2016's Let It Die, the trailer begins with someone who appears to be the host of a Deathverse competition, which is something aired on in-universe television. Uh, Deathverse seems to feature multiple characters, each with unique abilities and weapons that will be used to take down opposing players and NPC enemies. So yeah, it could be cool. 
Um, over 6 million people have played Back for Blood in less than three weeks. Yeah, I've heard this game is solid. Uh, I really want to play it. So tell me where I can play that because I want to play it. Legendary Persona composer Resigns will develop indies instead. Shoji Megado's eclectic soundscapes are synonymous with the Persona brand, a stimulating mix of jazz, funk, pop, hip-hop, etc., um, Megaro is entering the next stage of his musical career after working on Atlas's dev team for the, since the mid-90s. The legendary Persona composer has resigned and will pursue his longtime dream of developing indie games instead. Um, Megaro isn't just abandoning our favorite JRPG franchises. He'll be contributing to future titles, possibly Persona 6, as a freelancer. So, yeah, that'd be cool. Um... Let's see. Clash Royale has new life. Level cap increase and new card type are live now. So there you go, Nick. That one's for Nick because he plays Clash Royale. You can play your Steam games on Xbox, kinda. (laughs) The Xbox's library has grown, kind of, especially if your Steam library is large. That's because Xbox consoles can now technically play Steam games. Um, Although you shouldn't get too excited, this can be best described as a fun thing to check out in action rather than a legitimate viable way to play Steam games. As reported by PC World, um, they discovered that because Microsoft's Edge browser runs on Xbox consoles, NVIDIA's GeForce Now streaming service, which allows you to log into PC store databases like Steam to play games you already own, can technically be run on these consoles. Basically, what's happening is that you use the Edge browser to access the GeForce Now streaming service online, and then you stream your games through GeForce Now through the Edge browser on your Xbox or Xbox One. Xbox Series XS or Xbox One. That's pretty funny. Um, probably doesn't play as well. It's just straight up playing it on your computer. But uh, Pikmin Bloom. News on Niantic's latest AR title has been scarce. The company first announced the project back in March, but been relatively quiet about the absence. For this iteration of the developer's familiar formula, the Pokemon Go creator partnered with Nintendo to make the titular creatures in the Pikmin series your walking buddies, and it looks like they're ready to take their first steps. Yeah, dude, it's basically Pokemon Go, but it's Pikmin. Um, and they walk with you and talk with you, and then you can gather more along the way and such. So that would be pretty cool. So I don't know if you guys, for those of you who haven't heard of this, but there's a company called Arcade 1-Up, right? Most people have probably heard about these about this by now, but just for the people who haven't. Arcade 1-Up, what they do is they remake cabinets, actual cat for like arcade furniture, actual arcade cabinets they remake actual arcade cabinets in a in a a bit smaller size and they remake actual arcade games for these cabinets um uh the latest one they they're remaking is actually a shooter game so an arcade game that has like the guns attached and it's terminator 2 judgment day um if you've never played that game before it's it's super fun. It's it's super sick. It's I used to pump quarters in this bitch all the time. I used to play like Time Crisis, Lucky and Wild, in this game, like for shooter games, arcade shooters. But yeah, they've done so far. They've done X Men, the Konami like side scroll beat 'em up X Men, The Simpsons, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. So the three fucking big Konami beat 'em up games, Ridge Racer, Tron, and more. Um, going back further, the company has also released several cabinets featuring franchises like Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, Pac Man, and um, others, but yeah, so like, actually we can go to the arcade one up page from here and I can, you can pre-order it right now. Oh no, not right now on, on Monday. So on Monday, 
So if you're hearing this after Monday, you fucked up. But yeah, um, they, they oh, they got Killer Instinct, Ridge Racer, uh, Tron, Miss Pac-Man, and Galaga in one. Um, let's just like for like let's click on the uh, the Killer Instinct one. This is the the original arcade version of Killer Instinct. Oh, this this pre-order is open on eleven ten. But yeah, you can even get parts for your um your arcade sticks, which is cool. Or your arcade cabinets. So, like, uh, you know, if one of your buttons fucks up. But basically what you do is you buy it and you assemble it yourself, which is really cool. Um, they also have head-to-head cabinets. So, like, um, they made, like, a table version of Marvel's Capcom. So, like, you know, like, those old-school table ca- those table cabinets? They had, like, the brown paneling on the side. It was, like, Pac-Man. They had Galaga, Pac-Man, um... You know, Pong, things like that. They made a Marvel vs. Capcom version of it where it comes with Marvel Marvel Superheroes, X-Men vs. Street Fighter, Marvel Superheroes vs. Street Fighter, and Marvel vs. Capcom. So they made a Mortal Kombat one. Also, they do have Pong. Um, They made a version where it's Street Fighter 2, which is basically every iteration of Street Fighter 2 on it. Um, uh, Yeah. I, I don't remember how much these go for. I do know that walmart has some of them which is a weird fucking thing right to hear but like yeah even just a couple months ago when i was walking around walmart i just i sat down and played that one because i was like oh shit this is kind of cool but yeah it just comes in i think it's like 200 bucks that like that one anyway i think some of the table ones that come with multiple games are obviously more but it's a pretty cool neat piece of furniture to have in your house without having to restore an original one that could cost way way more money because obviously the original boards for these things are hella expensive um, but yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, I, I, I would say that it's, it's a pretty neat way to play games in your house, have a party, maybe play some video games on these pretty sweet. But yeah, I think, I think the, the, the Pac-Man one I was playing was like, I think it was like a hundred bucks or 200 bucks. It's pretty cheap and it comes in a box. You just put it together yourself. So anyway, that was my big rant about arcade one up. Um, but yeah, the latest one is Terminator two which is pretty sweet because they have the gun attachments and everything. Um, BlizzCon Online postponed as Blizzard looks to reimagine the event. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis games coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Um, Yeah, we already kind of talked about this a few times, Um, and I mainly just want to bring it up because I downloaded the Genesis and the 64 on my Switch, and it's a little little goofy. Um, It's a little hard to play the 64 games. Um... The right stick acts as your up, left, right, down, C buttons. Um, And then obviously A and B is just A and B. Your L and R, your L and R triggers. And then your left Z is your Z trigger, uh, which would be in the back of the middle of the N64 controller. And then your left stick is your stick. And then your pad is your pad. Um, Yeah, it's a little little strange. I haven't tried playing like Streets uh, Streets of Rage yet because Streets of Rage 2 is on the Genesis. So I don't really know how the buttons are set up. I wish you could change the buttons. I thought you could. I guess you can't, though, at least not on these right now. But the Sega games play pretty good sweet on it. Um, I mean, they're Sega games. Um, but yeah, I guess my brother was having trouble saving. He was, like, doing Mario Kart runs to, like, unlock different courses and stuff, you know? And it didn't save. So I was like, well, that's weird because I played Mario 64 the other day and I beat like the first couple levels 
does that mean it didn't save? He's like, no, Mario 64 saves, just Mario Kart 64 doesn't save. I was like, that's really goofy, but okay. So yeah, I thought that was weird. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Championship Series returned to in-person events after two years. Konami announced on Tuesday that its Yu-Gi-Oh! Championship Series YCS events will return to in-person events next year, starting with an event on January 15th to 16th at the Pasadena Convention Center in California. So yeah, there you go. Also, Digimon November Championships registrations are now open as well. We got a trailer for the new Lightyear movie of featuring Buzz Lightyear. Remember, we talked about this a couple months ago where they announced it and they just had a little screenshot of him with the helmet. This time we actually got a trailer of it and it's just called Lightyear. And you don't hear Buzz talk at all until the very end and it's actually very, very quick. You barely hear it. But yeah, Buzz is played by Chris Evans, actually, and not Tim Allen. And people are like, people are all like, oh, whatever, cancel culture just because Tim Allen is conservative and whatever. Um, maybe. Or maybe it could be the fact that this is like, you know, a different character. It's actually like, you know, a fan, a fantasy. It's not real. You know what I mean? As in like the movie Lightyear is about is about the story that the toy is based off of and the toy was was played by Tim Allen and this is something else so i mean i don't know that's just kind of weird i think i mean i know i know pr- people probably want to hear Tim Allen's voice cuz he does buzz like you so well um but i mean if it has anything to do with like political stuff that's a little that's a little weird maybe i don't know uh, but also Tim Allen's like kind of an idiot so when it comes to that stuff. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Um, but that's pretty much all I got for non-anime news. So let's take a small break right here and uh, go to the anime news. Hey, check that out. Okay, links.animesummit.net. You can find everything right there. Where to listen, where to follow, where to pacho. Patreon.com slash Anime Summit. Um, join, become a patron. Right now, we are just, uh, we're kind of in a transitional period as Danny is like getting ready to move into her new house and stuff. The holidays are coming up. So we might be slowing down on patron exclusive stuff for a little bit. But I hope with the new year comes new things where we can um, get some new things for patrons and more benefits for all of you. So, but yeah, let's, let's just jump into this. We got a trailer for Cowboy Bebop finally. That comes out November nineteenth, uh, and uh, we actually got like an actual trailer. It doesn't look that bad. I think it's it could be fun. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, it's not going to be as good as the original. We all fucking know that. <laughs> all right, we all know that. Okay. Um, I think people are just like people are just wild, man. Like we all know it's not going to be as good. Stop being overly dramatic and scornful that there's an adaptation. Okay. Like, whether you want it or not, adaptations are going to happen. Like, obviously, obviously, I'm super critical of them, too, you know? So, nothing you can do. Just calm down. It's not worth getting angry over. Um, but I think it, it looks pretty fun, to be honest. The quintessential quintuplets anime sequel film opens next summer, in the summer of 2022. So, if you like quintuplets waifus, there you go. And the key visual we got is them in swimsuits being cute. And beach episode. I'm into it. 
Kaito Queen wa Circus ga Suki Theatrical Anime Reveals Visual Staff Story. The official website for the theatrical original video anime of Karu Hayamine's Kaito Queen wa Circus ga Suki um, novel revealed the anime visual. Um, the story centers on the Phantom Thief Queen, who is a person who can steal anything they desire. Their gender, age, and nationality are unknown. Together with their partners Joker and RD, they fly around the world in their airship. Now Queen has their eyes set on a cursed jewel, the legendary Rose of Linden. However, there is an unexpected incident and a mysterious circus troop steals the jewel before Queen can. Queen will challenge the various members of the troop, including a hypnotist, a magician, and an acrobat, in order to take back the jewel, for nothing is impossible for Queen. The, OV- the theatrical OVA project will debut in 2022. Looks super cool. The anime commemorates the 20th anniversary of the novel series Kadokawa published the first novel under its children's book label Aoturibunko um, in March 2002 with illustrations by K2 Shokai. The latest novel will uh, be shipped on July 14th. The project marks the first time the franchise is getting a video adaptation. The anime shares the same title as the debut novel in the franchise. Um, Yeah, dude, pretty cool. That looks super sweet, actually. I'm all about it. Uh, Kenji Kamiyama's original anime feature, Ayan no A31, reveals cast. Um, uh, the tagline of the teaser visual, who restarted time when it stopped? Um, that's all it says. There's, like, not really any, there's not really any, um, synopsis for it, but there's three characters, and, uh, this could be cool. It looks pretty cool. Uh, the main character has, like, the power to stop time. Not go back and forth or whatever. Um, but the, just the power to stop it. The next character, Mao, or, or not, oh, I'm sorry, Mao as Nazuna Hashimoto, has the same power as the previous character, Suzuhiro. And then we have uh, Seti Agawa, Nazuna's half-brother and the leader of the 831 Sensen crime group. So maybe it's like a crime group that uses their time powers to, like, do stuff. I know for me personally, if I had the power to stop time, I would be Robin Banks left <laughs> I would be robbing shit left and right. I would be, I would be like, depending on how long I could do it, dude. Oh my god, I would destroy all the bank files, steal all the cash. I would destroy credit card. I would go into credit card company buildings and destroy all the files, delete everything. I would just freeze time for like, you know. Oh my god, I would love that. I would fucking do that in a heartbeat. Um. Retailers list Isekai Shokanwa and Nidomi Desu Light Novels with TV anime. Um, this was... Isn't this the one... Oh, okay, hold on. Oh, never mind. I thought this was the one where they like made parodies of like Isekai characters and whatever. Uh, the manga centered on a man who was summoned to another world to become a warrior. And he saved the world. As a result, he became very popular. He is happily living his life as a normie in this new world. However, one day he gets caught in a trap and is deported back to his original world as a baby. When he grows up in, and is in high school, he is summoned once again to the other world. That's pretty funny. So he gets isekai'd, grows up there, and does the thing. Then gets thrown back to his world as a baby, grows up again, and then goes back again. Ah, it could be funny. I don't know. Hellman and Friedman to acquire BookScan's parent retail data firm, NPD. NPD Group announced on Monday that private equity firm Hellman and Friedman has entered into an exclusive agreement to acquire the market information company, NPD Group. 
Following the completion of the notification and consultation process with NPD's employees, Works Council, Hellman and Friedman and NPD are expected to enter into a definitive sale agreement, and the transaction is expected to close by the end of 2021. Um, yeah, I guess it's a book scan group. Um, the book scan rankings collect data sales from more than 16,000 locations, including Barnes & Noble and other book chains, independent bookshops, online purchases, um, but not sales, comic book stores, walmart.com, and other venues. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know why I said this piece of information. I thought it was about something completely different. I should have read it before I fucking told it to you. But um, I guess that's a good thing for book scan shit, right? I mean, maybe, I don't know, we'll see. Level 5 <clears throat> and Boltron Games announced on Friday that Boltron Games will release Level 5's Fantasy Life Online iOS and Android game worldwide. So it's coming to English. This is like an uh, anime, uh, Japan Fantasy Life Online. It's like a online avatar kind of game. Uh, so yeah, for those of you who are playing in Japanese, you can play in English now. Um, Toy Animation sold to unveil Sherid Sheridal pilot film. Um, let's see. I'm trying to find... Where's the synopsis? Oh, the story is set in Kansai-era Japan's Edo period, and Matsudaira Sandonobu's Kansai reforms have restricted entertainment for the common people. A group of girls with their own worries have thoughts that erupt as idols. These Edo period girls wear idol costumes in a neo-Edo world that combines the cultures of the Kansai and modern Reiwa eras. Uh, so it's an idol show, but it takes place in the Edo, Edo period or something. That's pretty funny. My Dress Up Darling anime video unveils... I'm so excited for this. Uh, January debut, so we're getting this in winter. This is about the 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 girl who meets the guy, and she dresses him up in cosplay and stuff, and it's supposed to be really cute, so I'm excited for that. Netflix US adds Kuroko's Basketball Last Game, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Golden Wind anime in November. So yeah, uh, literally in a couple weeks, I think, we are getting Golden Wind and Kuroko Basketball Last Game. The anime film adaptation uh, of Crooked No Basket. Cloverworks reveals Tokyo 24th Ward original TV anime for a January 2022 debut. Here's some new winter hype for you. The anime takes place in an artificial island floating in Tokyo Bay named Kyokuto Horegai Tokubetsu Chiku, the Far East Special District outside of the law. Nicknamed the 24th Ward. The manga centers on three childhood friends born and raised on the island, Ran, Koki, and Shuta, the three have different social standings, hobbies, and personalities, but they're always hanging out, and their relationships will change dramatically after an incident. It's always an incident. That's how anime gets started. It's always a fucking incident. Um, but it looks pretty cool. The key visual looks fucking amazing. Uh, Macross Plus movie to screen in U.S. theaters on December 14th. I'll be sure to remind you as that comes closer, so you Macross fans can go watch it. Crunchyroll briefly reports more cast January 22 debut for Girls Frontline TV anime. Yeah, they're making a TV anime at a Girls Frontline, which is like an online, uh, or not online, but like a mobile game. Um, that's coming out in winter. Funimation streams Hortensia Saga's anime English dub. Funimation announced on Friday that it will stream an English dub for the TV anime adaptation of Sega's Hortensia Saga smartphone role-playing game. The company will premiere all 12 dubbed episodes on Saturday. Uh, we got Chris Hackney as Alfred, Laura Stahl as Marius, Alejandro Saab as DeFlote, uh, DC Douglas as Maurice, Kaylee Mills as Nanoria. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Pretty cool. Leiden Films. Sega launched the game in iOS and Android devices in 2015. 
Yeah, I never know how I feel about anime adaptations of, like, mobile games, but Rage of Bahamut was pretty decent. High Dive streams uh, Shikazakura anime English dub. High Dive announced on Friday that it will begin streaming an English dub for Chukyo TV and Sublimation's original near-future science fiction battle action anime Shikazakura on November 6th. So yeah, hell yeah. This is an anime that's airing right now, I think, and I really want to watch it. Uh, Atashi Kawa, Kawajiri Kodama Dayo anime casts Aoyuki in almost every role. Um, the anime will premiere in January 2022. Um, it's just about this like lazy, unhealthy lady chick. Uh, she drinks all the time, eats garbage all the time, just has a lazy ass life. She's just living. Her, she's just vibing, dude. Like she just drinks beer, eats fried chicken, and junk food all the fucking time, and just. That's all it's about, <laughs> and and I guess the 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 voice actress Aoi Yuki uh, plays the main character as well as almost every other role um, that is in the anime as well. So it's pretty funny. Um, Aoshi Soccer anime unveils cast app April twenty twenty two debut. Cute boys soccer, um, which is crazy because we just got a trailer for Blue Lock, obviously. Um, but you know. Uh, another soccer boy anime if you want to read that or watch that. It's based on a manga from Shogakugan's weekly Big Comic Spirits. Um, but yeah, that is happening in spring. So some spring hype for you. Katsuhiro Otomo Complete Works Project delayed until next January. The official Twitter account for Kodanja's planned Complete Works Project um, for Katsuhiro Otomo's manga announced on Wednesday that the project has been delayed till January 21st. The project was previously scheduled to debut this year. So yeah, it's been delayed again. Um, the project will release Otomo's entire body of published work since his professional debut in 1971. Uh, so that's, yeah, pretty crazy. UFO Robot Grendizer game unveils teaser 2023 release. Yeah, dude, we're getting a Grendizer video game, I guess. Um, based on going to guys, uh, UFO Robot Grendizer. Not sure what the game is going to be or what system it's going to be on. Um, oh, no, it's going to be on everything. PS5, PS4, Xboxes, Switch, PC. Very cool. Uh, we got a new teaser trailer for the next season of Shaman King. If you join our Discord, y- you can join watch parties. They just finished Shaman King, unfortunately, so you missed that. But um, Danny's going to take a break for a little while. But when she comes back, she's going to be hosting. Uh, if you're a patron and you're on the Discord, you have access to the patron channel. Uh, they do. She does watch parties for them, so... Uh, the Dawn of the Witch TV anime unveils cast, staff, and visual. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm all about witchy shit, so it's all good. It's all good for me, dog. There's also a lizard face Johnson in this one. Pretty cool. The light novel series set in the same fantasy world as Kobashiri's Grimoire of Zero. Um, yeah, dude. Oh, Grimoire of Zero, for the zimmer, that's the one with the big cat face. The big cat face Johnson in it. Um, the story centers on Serville, a hopeless student at Kingdom of Wanius College of Magic. Serville has somehow lost all memory of his time at- before attending the college. The school's headmaster, Albus, sends him for special training to the southern part of the continent, where persecution against witches runs strong. So yeah, that's, uh, that's the whole deal. That's the whole deal. Tokyo Revengers manga gets parody manga called Todai Revengers. Um... Yeah, dude. Um, 
uh, I don't know what it's going to be too much about, but basically it's like these four, these four characters who are all able to time leap and they go back and forth and fuck everything up or something like that. But yeah, it's called Todai Revengers. Bandai Namco Pictures unveils original 2022 golf TV anime. Um, remember we talked about Bandai Namco having their own like studio now and doing anime stuff, and they're doing a golf anime, and it's called Birdie Wing. Um, it's about these two girls who play uh, Eve and Aoi. Aoi, Amawashi, and Eve. Uh, they both play golf and want to get really good at golf. And the key visual for it actually looks pretty good. Like, it doesn't look like some Moe shit. It actually looks like some, like, like serious drama kind of looking key visual. Looks cool, though. Fruits Basket anime gets compilation film with prequel epilogue scenes in February. Yes, they're getting, we're doing a new Fruits Basket movie, and it's called Fruits Basket's Prelude. And it talks about the story of Toru's parents, how they met, and writes a new epilogue for the series. So, very cool. Uh, Gundam Arcade competition TV show returns after four years. Gundam.info portal site revealed on Tuesday that Bantai Khan TV Kido Senshi Gundam Dio 7 uh, Itakura Shotai weekly televised competition based around the Gundam Senjo no Kizuno Mobile Suit Gundam Arcade game will return to, on TV Tokyo on November 3rd. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that arcade game is sick. It's like you sit in a cockpit and you just fight each other. It's pretty dope. Um, and the last piece I have is just Mamoru Hosoda's Bell Film win special jury prize at LA's Animation Film Fest. Pretty cool. I'm very excited. I love Mamoru Hosoda films, and this one looks particularly sick, so I'm very excited for that. Um, also, don't forget Anime NYC, powered by Crunchyroll, is in 20 days. Um, you can go to Crunchyroll right now, or Anime NYC website, to buy tickets right now. So, I'm not sure how I feel about attending in-person events that huge yet, but that's just me. That being said, um, hope you guys enjoy this. Let me know if I missed anything. If you want me to report on anything that I haven't, let me know and I will. And I love you guys. I love you guys for continuing to listen and being very amazing people. I just had some people like in our Discord, Snowman and King of Telluride. They just kind of like reminded me this week. I had kind of a bad week. And they kind of reminded me this week how much they love being in our Discord and just hanging out and building community, learning about new things and how we learn from each other and are just be better people to each other and it's truly fucking amazing i love those guys i love everyone i love all you guys who continue to listen and just support us and what we do so thank you so much i love you and i love you just the way you are and i'll always love you that being said i'm sam and this has been the anime summit newscast